we had a little technical difficulty in the beginning. Two minutes in, the audio gets back to normal. Sorry. I'm Zach Moss. And I'm AJ Fenney. And this is Hippie Not Hippie. in episode two of how we're titling these these episodes. You know what, let's just go with the number. It's episode 55. Fuck these seasons. I don't know. It fucked me up when Spotify's like season. I'm like, every yeah. year's a season, right? But then, yeah. you know, every fall, spring, summer, winter's a season too. So, I, yeah. you know, this is too complicated. But yeah. Everybody, now that we're through that... <laughs> <laughs> we have a special guest today, uh, you know, uh, one of my favorite comics from here in Denver, a good buddy of mine, uh, he was just on The Tonight Show, make some noise for Derek Stroop, everybody! Yay. Hey, 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 how y'all doing? Good, buddy, thanks for coming out! Thanks for having me, man. Uh, couldn't be more excited to talk to two people than AJ and Zach, so I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's fun. I think I met I, I think I met you, Derek, for the first time. We went and did the uh, the Aspen run a long time. Yeah, ago, right. Yeah, I, I I quickly learned a lot about you. We stopped at several crystal shops. And, uh, yeah, I think we just laid in a just some grass. We just laid in some grass for a little bit. Yeah, I learned a lot. I remember that hanging out near that uh, that weird gazebo thing yeah. in Carbondale, and we were like, "Why don't we have a hotel today?" <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's so funny laying in the grass they don't have one hotel around here that's yeah. so good they're like uh, during the day the town has a great gazebo yeah no we, we were right by the gazebo yeah. yeah that's where you hide from the sun <laughs> so nice so you, you went to Aspen you stopped at a few crystal shops with AJ did you did you make any purchases in these shops Derek I, I might have, you know, I was, pretty, I was pretty new to the whole thing, and, and AJ is so influential with that stuff because, I mean, he's already glowing, and he's excited, and he's telling you what all these crystals can do, and, and it's like, you know, some of the best teachers you had growing up were the ones excited what they were talking about? Yeah, It's yeah. AJ in a rock shop. So <laughs> he was so fired up that I was like, I'm fired up too. Like, I, this, you know, so I think I, I bought, like, uh, a little good luck, like, stone or something. And, uh, I mean, I've been on a heater since, so uh, <laughs> yeah, there must yeah. be something to it. <laughs> so, so do you think that these crystals maybe have some powers? Uh, you know, I don't know. I've never dipped into it. Uh, I know the people that like these crystals are happier. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the Amish. Like, do I think that their life's so much better without the Internet? No, but they look happy. <laughs> like, so, yeah, same thing. Really, you would say that because whenever I see the Amish on the buggy, they look like they look like they're stern. You know, I don't pretty stoic faces. But I, I working with John Christ, I do a lot of Amish places. Really? And yeah, man, Chipshawana, Indiana, just a, a, a unbelievable town. It's a, it's a tourist town essentially yeah. for the Amish. All it, only Amish live there, but they love when people come visit. They have a little place there where they put on live events, and no. the, the food was unbelievable. When, when you say a tourist event, like a tourist for Amish, this is people coming to see what the Amish 
environment is like? It's an Amish town that is welcoming visitors, welcoming, you know, people that aren't Amish, essentially. Wow, yeah, that's and, unique. Yeah, because they have, you, they got buggy rides and they got different things going on. And they are, I mean, overall, they, their anxiety is way less than ours. They have no idea the world's on fire. Yeah. They, just know, they know that if Eli doesn't build this bed quicker, they're not going to have enough money. It's a different life. You know? Yeah. Well, and then I'm like, they put on events for people. They're like, come watch the barn raisin, the butter making, <laughs> and the uh, <laughs> what are the what are the? Did you go see any Amish events? I mean, right across the street, I, ca- I would call it an Amish event. Was like a, <laughs> uh, a cattle sale. Uh, which to I think to yeah. them is like as close to gambling as they get. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, uh, yeah I, I went. I mean, th- such yeah. a unique culture. But th- I, I really feel like they live in a happier, you know, mindset. They just they they don't understand anything that's going outside of their bubble, which doesn't seem like the worst sometimes. You know, they yeah. missed out on some good TV, but you know. Yeah. Did you uh, have you said their food, right? Food's, Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Not just the pastries which they're known for, like they're known for their baking goods, but there was fried chicken and all the sides and all this I mean it was I, I mean put cracker barrel to shame. So oh, wow. it was like southern style food. Yeah, it was. You know, I mean I, I in I, Indiana. You know, I tell people it's hard for southern food and uh Midwestern food walk a fine line together. I mean, I, Southern food may have a little bit more salt, but when I tell people in the that Midwest, fine line is called a casserole. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's exactly right. There's That's just exactly. a casserole separating that line between the Midwest and that the South. That is perfect. Yeah, because it's similar. You know, the 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 food's not that that far apart in a lot of ways. A lot of comfort food, but yeah, Shipshawan is a super cool place for sure. Wow, that was a uh, so, Brett's uh, catchphrase when we were working the Midwest. His his catchphrase was put that in your casserole (laughs) (laughs) talk talk about a great t-shirt that's Uh, great but the south always seemed more like it's the home of grits yeah for sure how do you have your grits uh the way that they hate it yeah Uh, yeah, instant i I like it with butter and sugar and they act like if you put sugar on your grits you know i mean that you just came out or something (laughs) and like grit i i like sugar on everything i can't help i mean my my feet are falling asleep right now but i grits are super popular grits and shrimp you know shrimp and grits uh but I, I'm more of a fried potato guy if I had okay. a choice of a side. But yeah, grits are. Were you a, a so a savory or so you're kind of walking the line between it? You'd rather have a sweet grit as opposed to a savory grit. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would rather my main plate to be all savory, and then you know, ideally have some French toast on yeah. the side. It just always reminds me of my cousin Vinny, where he's got the guy on the stand. He goes, "So, uh, do you make you eat grits?" And he goes, "I sure do." And he goes, uh, instant grits? or uh, And he goes, no respectable Southern man would eat an instant grit. That's right. <laughs> and I guess I'm not one, because I'll, I'll eat the hell out of some instant grits. I eat anything that says instant in front of it. I love that. I love that it's so quick. Yeah. So have you ever tried to, to go vegetarian or vegan for a period of time, Derek? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Zach. The uh, 15 minutes before my entree came out <laughs> and my salad, that, that 15 minutes. Um, no, I, I I haven't. I mean, I'm actually, that's so funny, like flirting with going the opposite direction, which would be like more meat. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the John Wayne diet? Or? Yes, I mean, uh, not the all carnivore diet, but... Uh, I just I've tried a few different things. I've, I I do love vegetables, but 
when I eat more meat, which, you know, some people hate to hear this, I seem to feel better personally. Yeah. Um, that's, it's just uh, my body seems to run a little bit cleaner on that. Uh, but, you know, a balanced diet for me, uh, because I do love vegetables so much. I mean, the vegetables I love are not the ones you should love. I mean, like potatoes. Yeah. Uh, you know, green yeah. beans, you know, that sort of thing. I love it. Dude, green bean casserole growing up was one of my favorite Come things. On. Yeah. yeah. Well, and potatoes aren't actually a vegetable. They're a dirt fruit. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> that, dirt fruit, I love dirt that. fruit sounds like the name of a great band. It does. Would, oh, my gosh. I would listen to Dirt Fruit. <laughs> oh, man. That is a great name for a band. And I, I would like to think they're dirt fruits, too. But, yeah, I mean, I, I like it all, really. Like okra, cabbage, you know, spinach, collard greens. I eat all of that type I, of stuff. I don't know that I've ever had a collard green. Oh, they're great. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had one. Yeah, I've Big fan of some collard greens, but I mean that's something that I do miss uh, out here. Is I feel like it's harder to find like what we would call where I'm from a meat and three, a meat and three, a meat and three, which is going to be a place where meat and three sides. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be on special, and it'll be on special. It's lights out. It'll be like eight ninety nine, and you'll have like three or four options from your meat, and then you'll have probably six to seven options on your sides, and you do a meat and three, and it's. Usually kind of a country, more of a country type setting. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've been through Springfield, right? Have you ever? Yeah, yeah. You ever been to uh, Lambert's Throat Rolls? Oh, I love Lambert's. Yeah. I mean, Lambert's, you know, what's so funny is, is I think the people that live in Springfield think that they're the only ones with the Lambert's, and then the people down in South Alabama, they thought they were the only, because I'd never heard of another Lambert's. There's one. Oh, wait, there is one in Alabama. Foley, Alabama is the only one I've ever been to. I've been there three or four times, but it's right outside of Gulf Shores. Okay. So then when I went to, when I heard that Springfield had one outside of there, it blew my mind. But home of the throwed rolls, man. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wow, I did not I did not realize that so, they had them in Alabama. We're both living in different <laughs> places thinking, oh, no yeah. no place has this. Yep. I can tell you. And we two, used to go there and just try to stack plates. Oh. Like, that was the whole thing. And they go, you want me to take those? And I go, no, these are my wins. Like, exactly. These are my medals right now. Zach, do you mm -hmm. know what place we're talking about? I do not. Okay. You've not been to Lambert's? No. They, they okay. come around, like, the sides. Lambert's. Lambert's? The, like, if you want more of whatever, say you got green beans, and you want more green beans, they come around with the pot of green beans and a spoon. Yeah. And they're like, you want some more? And they put it right on your plate, Yeah, they Zach. just dish yeah. it out. Just while you're sitting there. Yeah, and then, like, these guys are throwing hot rolls. Just warm, warmed by a grandma's bosom? Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can only hope. I, I hope it's a black grandmother if we're lucky. Uh, but, yeah, man. And then you've got these, like, 19-year-olds slinging rolls through the, through the damn restaurant. I mean, sometimes from yeah. AJ, sometimes across the restaurant. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, better than David oh, Buster's. So you, I've never, and you just, like, you got to catch the roll. You catch the and roll. if you're bad, if it goes fine, they're like, roll down or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, they say, exactly. That, you get it. Or in Alabama, they probably were like, roll time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that joke is, yeah. I, I guarantee you. Uh, uh, so, all right. So what, would your, what are your go-to three sides on a, on a meet and three? I love that question so much. Um, <laughs> I, I can't even tell you. Yeah, I feel like you have to go. I'm going to go mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, I'm going to probably go. Because you get two for one on that one. You get the I've, gravy I've, and I've, the mashed potatoes. I feel like that. And then if they have pinto beans, I love like some good stewed pinto beans with raw onion on it. Okay. And then, uh, so they're not, they're not baked or barbecued beans. No, they're, okay. they're just like, you know, set in a pot all day long with, 
you know, like some hog meat inside of it. Yeah, And then yeah. you eat it with cornbread and Just raw like pork onion. and, pork and oh, beans, it's like a it's like a ham and bean soup. Ham and beans, essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I would go mashed potatoes and gravy, the uh, the beans with the raw onion and the cornbread, and then this is where it would the third side would tear does me to the, pieces. Does the ham and beans and cornbread come as uh, one yeah, side? I like how a lot of your sides are coming. <laughs> oh, come on! Sides. No, no, no. I have, that's very important. <laughs> cornbread is not a side. A cornbread is an accessory. There is no way that counts as just a side. That's crazy. If that does, then Cracker Barrel thinks I'm nuts because I'm getting seven sides. Yeah, and I would say my last one um, would probably be in that situation, I would say uh, either the green beans or the fried okra. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the meat and three, I, I'm, I don't quite have the three sides in my holster like I do for like a barbecue joint. Gotcha. Like if I'm going to a barbecue joint, it's baked beans and potato salad are the sides, in my opinion, yeah. for like a classic barbecue plate. Gotcha. But with the meat and three, you know, it, I might even do dumplings one day. I could really be versatile on that. Mustard in your potato salad? Say it again? Mustard in your potato I'll, salad? I like both. Yeah? I, I Celery. Like, uh I don't know. We don't have to have that. Yeah, I don't understand the fucking raw <laughs> celery. And so the thing about salad. the celery, I can do it. It's a texture thing. Yeah. So it just gives you a crunch. That's it. Yeah, it's like fucking water carb. It's that and bamboo shoots, man. I don't like the texture. Oh. I love a cooked celery. Yeah. Yeah. And this this conversation is particularly tough for me because like I pride my I'm a sides guy. Yeah. Like the main course, like that brisket's great and I am excited about it. But I do want like if I could in a perfect world, I'd want like five sides. Oh, I mean, I've gone to places and just they, that have like a sides flight. Yeah, I'll yeah. see. And that, then I'm just like, I'll just do the sides flight. Well, Give me all the sides. You know and, where you uh, can go to do that is uh, Golden Corral. You can go to yeah. a buffet and just side it up. Yeah, but I feel out of place. Like I'm not. The, I'm the only person not riding a rascal. Yeah, and it just, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I need to get one. Yeah. You know, if I'm coming here, but no. So usually right. you can steal one from the Walmart next door. <laughs> <laughs> now with your meat and three, Der- uh, Derek. What I didn't. What was your meat? Um, you know, in my mind, I'd already kind of pictured probably like a slice of roast beef because they'll have like, that's usually one of the sides that'll have, that'll have gravy as well. But it's kind of that tender roast beef slice. That's like, I don't really know how to, you know, probably about an inch and a half thick, something like that. Or Mm. I would go with uh, just the classic. I mean, I think everybody in the world, I love fried chicken. Yeah. Uh, and I'd put a little Louisiana on that and we'd do that. Hell yeah. So while you're eating this meal, uh, are you listening to any jam bands? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, gotta have a little goose when you're doing that, you know. Whoa, the name. <laughs> yeah. I love the fact that you knew Goose's name. Yeah, yeah, well. It's hard to get away from it right now. It is. They, they are absolutely uh, blowing up. I mean, I had an Uber driver bring up Goose and talk about him our whole ride. <laughs> I didn't ask one question. He Wait, just was told that here in Denver? About, yeah, of course. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and so, yeah, this is just a great place for music. You can accidentally bump into music around here, so. Yeah. I would have loved it more if uh, you were in Birmingham, Alabama, and they're like, hey, you getting into Goose? Yeah, now <laughs> now that's somebody who's plugged in. Right, right. right. So but is I'll, Goose local? Goose is uh, essentially what everyone believes is or going they, to be. Do they fly south every year? No, no. Goose is, yeah. <laughs> they're like the Sorry. next. Yeah, Goose Great. is going to be the next dead or whatever, the next fish. Like, they are, I mean, they're popping off. You can hear them on the radio. Everyone's losing their mind over it now. Whoa, so a jam band that is... Radio playable? 
Well, I mean... Because Fish has never had a song on the radio. Not correct. They have. Uh, The Farmhouse album definitely had a couple of tracks. Not college radio. No, no, no. Regular radio. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, that is a long... I mean, they're like, welcome back. Sorry about that 17-minute song that we were back in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're all the way home now. We know you left work when we started, and now you're home. We call that our ad-free drive-home song. (laughs) This is going to get you all the way through rush hour. (laughs) (laughs) So, 45 minute dark star. Now, I will say, I, I have to defend some of my friends because I feel like uh, widespread panic, particularly, and they might be big everywhere, but in Alabama, they're huge. Well, I'm, that's because they came from Georgia. Okay, see, that checks out because, you know, I, I know a lots and lots of friends way back in the, you know, 20 years ago in college, going to Birmingham, Orange Beach, yeah. all those different places, huge widespread panic fans and also some you know some other jam band i mean fish was popular with a lot of my friends um as well but uh yeah there's definitely some jam band fans down there yeah Yeah, the south likes jam music a lot for sure i'd say more than the midwest yeah i yeah for sure i would agree because they're closer to that you know and y'all probably talked about it on here but just that kind of country you know, culture is close to hippie. It's yep. they're it, they walk a similar line in some ways. Yeah, barefoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, they just you know they both want to play in a creek. They just vote different. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Well, you're also down there. I mean, the Almond Brothers was a Southern band. Oh, lo- I'm you a know? big fan of the Almond Brothers. Everybody is down there. You're right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that was what was it? Uh, famous out uh, eat a peach. And that's what yeah. Georgia, like mm-hmm. the Georgia peach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I, I remember. Yeah, not that, to be confused that, with going that. to the country, gonna eat a lot of peaches. <laughs> yeah. It well, it was confused was that, with was that. that. <laughs> Is that what you were humming? <laughs> Identical to what I was humming. <laughs> but so it, easily confused. But in uh, in your defense, anything that you go, that, that could be any jam band. And Jay was like, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's. I'm sure I could find that that that's, tune. <laughs> that's in the catalog. That's so funny. Yeah, it'd be fun. AI eventually will be able to be like, sync up what Derek just hummed with what Jam Band is. And I'll be like, too many results melting down. (laughs) Almond goose. (laughs) Almond goose. Yeah, no, the the Almond Brothers particularly. I mean, like people in in Alabama, I can just remember growing up, they'd be like, you see that little biscuit joint? Greg Almond ate there one morning. Oh, yeah. We'd all look out the window and... I remember being like, all right. You'd imagine him going in. Yeah. 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 Well, it was also like, I feel like the Allman Brothers and Leonard Skinner had a similar type of where it was just constantly getting drunk and they were fighting all the time Mm -hmm. and there were fist fights. And it was like, yeah, that's, I remember my dad talking about stuff Mm -hmm. like that when I was a kid. For sure. That just seemed what rock music was. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, gosh, who, what's the San Francisco rock band that was always fighting? Uh, Yeah. We'll move on. Yep. <laughs> was it the Eagles? It no, it was like there's this movie Dig that was oh. about them and the Dan- oh, no, Brian Jonestown. It was massacre. the Brian Jonestown yeah, massacre yeah. and uh, yeah, uh, the Dandy Warhols. I thought it was yeah. Oregon, right? Portland? Were they both out of Portland? Because uh, that's where the Dandy Warhols are from. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Brian Jones was out of San Francisco, okay. and then they would tour but the North. That guy. Together. Uh, Anton Newcomb yeah. is a fucking lunatic. Like what a he was just that. There's a period in this documentary where like he kind of got off the rails again and was back on heroin. And I just remember somebody in the documentary going, "Oh, you're talking about the kitties on the face point of his life." Oh. And it's just these mutton chops that he let go. And I mean, they were out here. Holy <laughs> cow! 
But uh, yeah. that's a fun documentary, by the way. It's like yeah. a, a grimy look into what '90s music was, just the music industry in general. Yeah, I think it's a it's a fun uh, fun like kind of Gonzo documentary where they followed these bands for years and yeah. kind of the rise and the fall and the dandies <laughs> are still doing yeah. well and touring together and, and, then, and never yeah. once was anybody that behind the film going hey you guys shouldn't be doing that no those drugs no, <laughs> no music documentaries are honestly the most lawless they're off the rails it's not yeah I mean especially I mean I've seen some of the ones from the sixties and seventies. And I mean, no wonder they wrote such great music. I mean, yeah. they were they were not on this planet. Oh right yeah, right. they were so high on cocaine. They were just so like, I'm a god, and I'm write whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> and, like the Eagles documentary is nuts because uh, they'd be yes, like, yes. He, he'd be like, yeah, man, he was he was fucking with me. He was trying to piss me off, and then they cut to the other guy, and he'd be like, yeah, I was fucking with him, trying to piss him off. <laughs> Pure like, chaos. Yeah. That one was everybody. I remember I watched a piece of that. You told me about it where they're all talking at different times. They're just going, well, if you would have shut up and let me do this, we would still be rocking. <laughs> and everyone's just like, well, if you would have let me solo. Well, yeah, there's times in these, like when these bands are playing where the other good, like where they have two or three guitar players and it's the guy's turn to solo and the other guy will just like start playing the fucking solo before him. Like, like he'll know when he's supposed to come in and he'll just beat him to it and take right. the solo. And the other guy's like, what the fuck, man? That's my fucking solo. You're just looking at each other and you go, what are you doing? He's going, yes. and he's like, not anymore, bitch. It's go, oh, I took we it. are fist fighting after yeah. this jam. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like times when they just walk over and hit him while he's doing the solo right. with their guitar. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, so, we always, I feel yeah. like as comedians, it's like we, we, we look at that and it's so wild because we have a job where we are the band. Right. Yeah. But if you made five of us go out on the oh, road <laughs> and do 92 dates together, oh, yeah. I mean, I promise you it would be a similar documentary yeah. by the end. <laughs> but it's just such a different game. I mean, I couldn't have met five different creative-minded, stubborn people. And so as a comedian, it took me, I kind of had to look at it through a different lens because I, I couldn't imagine. And I thought, you know what? If there was five of us, Pure chaos. So, yeah. yeah, I came from a music background, and that's one of the reasons I fell in love with comedy was I was like, oh, I don't have to have anyone else in my band. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to haul any shit around. And uh, I get there. It's fucking ready to go. Yep. I have yeah. a notebook in my fucking pocket. And, yeah. I think there's a I, – I will – I'm going to take the passive role and say there's a fine line between the two. Like the one thing that's nice is if you're, if you're band and everyone gets along creatively, you're hanging out with your friends the whole time, true. which yeah. is cool. But Same as a comedy com though, it's true. But if you're a comic and you're on the road and you're not, you don't have the ability to grab who you want to come on the road with you and you're just meeting other people. That's fine. But there's a lot of alone time. Yeah. 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 And there's a, there's unfortunately, uh, not every opener that every club gives you is exactly, you know, the best situation. Because I don't have, like, this exact comic that I'm looking for. But sometimes you get put with some clubs and you're like, I should have brought it. somebody. <laughs> I should have brought somebody. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know he was going to juggle. Well, well yeah. and that's too, you know, with the Denver mentality, you expect the person in front of you to kill. Yeah. Right. Which, which is not common everywhere it's a lot of clubs people are like oh we we intentionally the first person is not very good right mm -hmm. so that you uh your job is easier because you can you have a punchline on your yep. joke you know yep. and they're like holy shit i haven't heard one of those yet yeah you know? or you but, put somebody out there that just goes out and 
maybe the skill set is there, but they're they haven't left their town. So everything they're talking about is local reference, and they're destroying. Mm-hmm. And now the entire crowd is like, "Oh, that's my guy." Yeah, like he's us. Yeah. Well, I'd like to apologize for my first three years of comedy here then uh, because uh, that's all I did. Uh, but, yeah, no, you're right. And I also, but that's part of the learning curve. Well, you all, and it's so funny because how, how, how it turns, you know. Now I'll be on the road. The opening guy is doing jokes about two streets over, murdering. And, and I'm going, like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Real smart writing, Skyler, you know. And I used to do the exact same thing. We because, all did. Because you, you got to come in how you get in. The, when I first started writing, all I could write about was what I saw. Yeah. What was around me, which was Denver. Right. Yeah. And then you be, you can expand as your writing gets stronger and you learn how to do that. But yeah, that, that is how... Yeah. Here's an example I have. I, I, I was at a club this summer and I asked my openers uh, to be semi-clean. Like if they want to cuss a little bit, they can. Just nothing too off the rails. Like right. if you might don't, you know, close on a rape joke if you don't mind, my man. You know, something <laughs> like that. Uh, and my opening comic, his first joke as the host was about how he learned how to give a blowjob through Dairy Queen ice cream cones. And that kind of was like a different tone for right, my show. Right. And those are the things where I'm talking about where it's like maybe in a different room or a different setting that that works for that host. Right. But they kind of ambushed me. I don't know who thought that was semi-clean uh, because it was an act out as well. And we lost the, the, the clean and the semi. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't you, know if you lost the semi with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You might have gained a couple. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so those are the things that, and, you, and that's comedy. My job was to go up there, regroup the room, and not and I didn't and I don't like bashing the guy before me, you know, yeah. maybe a zinger or two. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's just sometimes that's you just get forced of, into it. You do. Yeah. Well, right. man, if you think you can learn to suck dick from a Dairy Queen ice cream cone, you should try Dairy King. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's also like you know, thank God, like not I I don't think Wendy does this by any means, but there are clubs out out in the rest of the country where They'll just forget. They're like, oh, fuck, I didn't have an opener. And then they just grab somebody, not thinking about how they're going to curate the show. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if someone looks at what you're doing and your fan base, and then they put that up front, that's that's completely different. It is. You know? It is. And here, you just reminded me of, uh, I, I say this on on stage sometimes to start off the show. And is it's it a hello? Great, is, no, it's a great quote about comedy that I once heard that's so true. It's, you know, you get up there and you go, hey, how many people here know me? You know, and usually if it's me on the road, not many. And I go, that's insane. You guys are insane to come to a comedy show where you don't know who who's here. Yeah. I go, this is the only art in the world. Nobody does that with music. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Nobody goes to a music venue, buys a ticket, sits in the third row and goes, hey, I hope it's jazz. Yep. You know? Yep. But in comedy, they come and sit in the third row and they go, I hope it's jazz. Yeah. And it is the wildest thing. And not does it only sometimes make our job completely insane up there because we've got a room full of people that don't even know what they're looking for. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's just such or a... Or they've never even been. Never even been. Yeah. It, it's just such a unique thing. It just, you know, I heard somebody put it that way and it's never made more sense and, and nothing ever made more sense to me Yeah. Than, because tons of times they're just Dude, there. I hope it's It's jazz. so funny. I used to bring a different, similar line mindset. I told a guy one time, I was like, here's the deal. If someone comes to a show, they watch me and then they get upset about it. That's not fair if you didn't do the research. Because if you'd done the research, you would have known what you were walking into. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you're my boss and I really want to do well, and then I was like, hey man, I just found out you like music, Mm -hmm. right? I got tickets this weekend for music. You want to go. And he's excited. You're in the front row. 
You don't know that he loves country western. Exactly. And you just brought him to ICP. Exactly. Now, when that's done, you're not getting a raise. You're getting a new job. Exactly. <laughs> and if you go to a show and you don't know what you're going to see, that's like buying a lottery ticket and being pissed that you lost. Right. That is <laughs> right. exactly. Right. That's the same thing. But it will happen. I bet it happens at least 25% of the crowds most of the time. When, when you're just out there doing randos, you're like... You have any idea what you're here to see? Oh, I mean, I was uh, at Great Club, Kansas City Comedy Club, Dustin oh, Coffin's yeah, Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Met him through you. Great guy, great club. Had a wild event happen there. I was up on stage. We had all the openers go up. I get up there. I'm just introducing myself. I haven't even got into jokes yet. And an older black lady who was sitting by herself at the table to the left, she gets up in the middle of me talking and starts to walk out, and I couldn't let her go. I go, oh, you can't do that to me. I was like, you got to turn around and listen. I was like, I know you heard me, and you were like, no, my people fought a long time to get away from this <laughs> son of a bitch. But I was like, you got to hear me out before you walk out because I, I, I don't think me or this crowd are going to bounce back from a black lady walking out on this accent. Right. And it made her kind of chuckle, and she turned around and sat down, and she enjoyed the rest of the show. Right. But that was a lady that clearly I didn't get to talk to her afterwards. She did not know what she was coming to see. Mm. And when I came out, because I already talked pretty country, and you all know, here's a cat out of the bag. I talk even more country on stage. Yeah. And she heard Turn me. Turn it up. Yeah, I was like, hey, how y'all doing? My name's Derek. And she was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. He, you know, and she got up immediately. And I was like, I, I am going to, and you know, I knew to throw in a joke there to reel her back in. But that that was the exact situation where yeah. she had yeah. no idea. Yeah. No, way to throw in a joke and say, just be like, sit the fuck down. Yeah, wouldn't that have been weird? <laughs> wouldn't that have been weird? I'm a good one, okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. The, you know, I, Service I, starts now. Because I knew what she was thinking, you know? Uh, but yeah. And then, well, and that's, I mean, to be honest, like, I grew up in Kansas City. That is a hard divide a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. And it would be like, when I was coming up, it was Stanford's, and I can remember the way they would book those shows. Like it was like, this is a country show, this is an urban show, mm -hmm. this is a country show, this is an urban show. This is a this is a guy from the '80s. It's not that funny, but he's going to pack my room. Mm -hmm. And uh, here's an alt guy that we hope works. Yeah, you know his name's AJ Finney. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, <laughs> dude, the amount That's so of funny. the amount. <laughs> The amount of Hope times, like LSD. <laughs> the amount of times I've been on on stage and like, so look, I've very few times in my in my career have I ever said something that has offended somebody where they've gotten mad and walked out. Mm -hmm. uh, but Ryan Singer and I have had this conversation. I have weird walked people for sure. <laughs> that like, is, and I I openly get it, but it hurts my feelings. <laughs> I, I just want you to know that it hurts my feelings, but I get it. Like when you walk out and then the club goes, "Were you not having a good time?" and then they go. We just don't know what he's. We just don't. We don't get it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm. A, it's all right that you don't get it. Yeah. But do the research and don't come in the first place. Yeah. Because now I'm inside going. Yeah, it's the last time. Because if you haven't done psychedelics, <laughs> you're probably not. No. <laughs> you know the weird thing about that, and you've been there. Like when we've we've done shows in the middle of Kansas and and um, and like Springfield and shit like that. And I've still talked about all my stuff, mm -hmm. all my like runs through psychedelics. I can still connect with those people that have never done it just out of the pure like whimsy of the story mm -hmm. because the story is still like, hey, shouldn't have done that. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, and they have an idea of what it is in their mind too. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah. What a ride. Yeah. When, uh, I've got, do you like cranberries? Uh, I think, yeah. 
This is this is weird. I just I had a thing. We have a recipe. Okay. And if you like it, I will find a way to to get. We'll make this. And, and I was like, how is this a hippie question? When the fuck do the hippies take cranberries? This is <laughs> this guy. A lot of UTIs having <laughs> sex on dirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, you don't know goose, what you can pick up in a weird have a song room, called weird cranberries. <laughs> you ain't never been fingered in a creek. <laughs> Not that I have. I just realized how that came out. But uh, cranberry. You ever had cranberry relish? No, no, but I would be interested in anything that was turned into a relish. Dude, it's it's wild. I don't know what this was, but yeah. this guy made it. He brought it to you our put it on a hot dog. You no, it's just like a it's a dessert, but like, it's cranberries kind of blended up with a uh, some sort of gelatin. How do you think it would taste on a hot but dog? But then it has apple <laughs> like apple slices in it. Oh, okay, I'm in which for is sure. wild. So that apple gives it that crunch texture. And it's, God, it's fucking I good. I am Real crazy good. curious how that would taste on, not a hot dog as much as like a, a sausage, mm. like a chicken and apple sausage. Like one yeah. of those. Oh, With dude. like a little rosemary. Yes. I, just, that's exactly. I hope that I wasn't yeah. supposed to put it on the turkey. That might have been why they were looking at me weird. I was like, this shit is good. I, they're like, they're just going, he's going to town on the yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That boy's special. That's for turkey, I I would think. Yeah, I but no, it's a, it was a giant bowl of like a dessert. Oh, wow. so it is. Is but he called it his. It's his mom's recipe. I like the idea that it was just a side, and it's like it'd be like somebody coming over and just eating, eating ranch. Yeah. <laughs> this shit's good. I don't yeah, know why yeah, they waste putting it on soup. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, this soup's great. <laughs> My God, this is good soup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just kidding. No one I've talked to have had. It. I think there's walnuts in it too. It just adds a weird. Texture Everything you've to it. said, I love all those things. Yeah. I love apples, walnuts. Anything I'm, I like nuts like in just if I can have nuts and bread, f- chocolate, anything I'm I'm down. Well, I just speak- went hard on a dehydrator. Oh, I, was, I was gonna oh. I was gonna say speaking of love, Derek, you mm-hmm. said you love. How do you feel about free love? <laughs> free love? I don't yeah, like, know you go down that. to Colfax, you don't have to pay for it no more. Oh. No, 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 no. That's pretty wild. <laughs> I did just watch a documentary called uh, Love One or something like that. You, did you have you guys seen that? Oh, it's wait. about a cult in Colorado. No, no, no. It's the one in Cresto, Marciana. It's a three part series. Yeah, yeah, Marciana yeah. and I looked at going down to Cresto because it's a wild place. We yeah. haven't watched it yet. Oh, good. Wow, fantastic. Everybody watch it. It's bonkers, and that's what I'll say. That that woman. I so I know the story because they kept her and refused to remove her. Like she would turn blue. Wasn't she like their space god or something? Yeah, cl- mother yeah, god. She, is mother god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had a couple of Love gods. wins. Love wins. Love right? wins. Was the name of the cult. That's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, really, really. Uh, yeah, I can't say a word without saying it. Yeah. Y'all just watch it. It's unbelievable. It's right up there with Chimp Empire. Yeah. But they, <laughs> I don't know what Chimp Empire <laughs> is, <laughs> but I'm much more interested in that. <laughs> it's a documentary on Netflix. That I'm, it is the most intense documentary. It, they follow two tribes of chimps in the jungle, and uh, it, it, it's so intense, and they're so political how their tribes are ran. And uh, wait, does one have a red shirt and one have a blue shirt? Like, what's, uh, it's very similar. Are you now, serious? I mean, it, l- listen, they start off the documentary by telling you that chimps and humans have a two percent difference in DNA. Gotcha. And so that fucks up your brain, okay? Because then you watch the chimps and you go, "Wow." It's in, they're they're pretty smart, but they're ninety eight percent Derek. Yeah, <laughs> I could I couldn't get over that. How many sides does that chimp want? I, I couldn't get over that. Okay, and so and and here's what really makes it intense. They give all the chimps individual names, 
And so you know all the chimps. Like at one point, Abrams is in a fight, and you're just and I know Abrams. And it, if it was just a so, random chimp, it wouldn't have felt that way. So they're in the jungle. This is a they've not been contained. No, no, at there all. is nothing. They followed them for exactly I think three years. So, and uh, but but the politics are nuts inside well, of us. So this tribe. is something I didn't know. So I didn't realize that chimps tribed off. Yeah. yeah, or now they have their own little community, well, and they've actually found too that they use uh, they use organized military tactics mm -hmm. to combat other tribes, and they like listen. They have like listening outposts where they have people listening, and then they rally the troops, and then they use like shows of force to try to like stave Dude. off aggression, and like there's all it, kinds of that, that bothers he's, me because exactly, chimps are so fucking strong. They're the strongest. They're they're beyond strong, but also Zach's hundred percent right about how they operate. Which they're like flanking tribes. Whoa! They're like sending decoys and coming on the backside. And what's even more, without giving anything away, it's so intense. Y'all have to watch it. The the leader of the group, Jackson. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I, I love that you are so involved in this. I, I'm serious. Well, the other way they got they got Derek Tews. They're like, we're gonna give them Southern names. <laughs> Ricky was getting his ass beat. Yeah. And then Jackson came in. Jackson. No, Jackson. Well, that's why he's fucking with Teresa. <laughs> Cindy's a whore, Jackson. <laughs> no, but seriously, Jackson's the leader. And you get into just these such intense situations where they're literally at war and chimps kill each other. Yeah. They don't they don't mess around. They don't um just hit each other. They try to pound each other's heads into the ground. Gotcha. Okay, it's very vicious. And the leader. Jackson has to go out and whoop a few dudes' ass to set the tone. Like, he has to go <laughs> Dude, out. prison rules. Yes. He goes out by himself, and they know this is big dog. They try to jump him, and he has to destroy these chimps to keep the order, and it doesn't go that way every time. It's insanity. Wow. It's insanity. And what's it called again? Chimp Empire. Chimp Empire. Not, not, not to be confused with Chimpire. <laughs> 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 they missed a great a great opportunity. I, I did I did this I did this chimp empire thing. I tried to do it as a bit the next day, the day after I saw it. And unfortunately, I was the only one that had seen the documentary. <laughs> I mean, they were with me because they could tell I was excited, but yeah. nobody had a clue. An unbelievable documentary. They're like this guy's gonna be selling Jackson chimp shirt, but by uh, 2025. <laughs> No, Somebody <laughs> left that night and was like, we don't know what the fuck this guy's talking yeah. about with all these goddamn yeah. monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Why are you guys leaving? We just don't understand what he's talking about. There's some southern guy out there. I yeah. think he's mad about the chimps. <laughs> he loves Planet of the Apes is what we think. <laughs> oh, uh, man. So, free love. <laughs> free love. So are you talking about like the summer of love, the 60s and stuff like that? Just Or are you talking about polyamory? I'm just, I mean, I, I felt like it's something that's commonly associated with hippies. Yeah. That's a question we've never asked before. So I was okay. like, and I thought, I don't know, Derek might have something funny to say about this. But free, I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't know exactly the definition if it's used as free love. I don't know. Is so, that just kind of like uh, I, polyamorous? Like you can just yeah. I think it'd be open relationships for the most part. Yeah, it's. I think it's not uh, adhering to any societal norms as far as uh, relationships and and love go to an extent. Okay, well, I I would have some thoughts on that because I have seen <laughs> it, um, and and it works uh, for less people than it works for. Like uh, the the numbers, I don't think are great when I see open relationships. 
I see like fighting a good bit. I've seen it several times on another partner sleeping with another person. Yeah. Or there's always this kind of spinning turmoil on trying to be in the same place at the same time. Um, yeah. and I, so used, I used to do a bit about it's like, you know, maybe before you try having more than one relationship, you should try to have one yeah. good relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, one is hard. If For you can sure. do that, then maybe expand. But yeah. like, yeah, yeah I, I uh, it, you know, it's just, I think, a kind of a cool, hip way to uh, do whatever you want. I don't, uh, I, <laughs> I, could you do it? Uh, no, I, I, like, the love from, like, my partner and that, like, it being exclusive and, like, that's all powerful yeah. um, to me. I like to know that, like, my body is her body, her body is my body, and, like, not like an, there's going to be somebody out there that's going to be like, oh, you like to own somebody, bro. No, it's just that intertwining kind of love where we are each other, you know. Yeah. Well, it's also, like, I, I don't know, I... As much as I like to consider myself a hippie, I don't think polyamory would ever work for me. I get too in my own head about, well, what's that guy doing? Yeah. And then and then that's this weird thing where it's like, oh, well, you made a noise that you made with him that you don't make that with me. And mm-hmm. Fuck, I already have fucking issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is to add another insecurity. Yeah. Well, that room, the humidity in the room was much more when you guys came out. The, yeah. It's pretty <laughs> arid when I'm in there. What's going on? So so it would your your ego is why you couldn't do it. I think, well, ego... I think Derek's reason is much more beautiful. <laughs> well, no, I didn't say... I, I, yeah, I didn't say that it was, was You're right like, or I'd wrong. You're like, I'd be worried he's fucking her better than me. <laughs> well, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I think that's a very honest response. I, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. just being honest about that aspect. Yeah. I mean, and then the... I, yeah, I, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I think, I think what happens is there's going to turn into jealousy, and then it's... I think it's just going to spin out of control. I've so never understood how jealousy. it could work. Mm. Yeah, you I know? I, uh, I agree. And it's been, if you've ever watched any documentary on like communal living, it usually spirals that way, mm-hmm. which the idea of communal living or tribal living is cool, where it's like no one even really understands who the parents are. Yeah. Like it's just one, a baby is born and the whole tribe takes care of it. It's cool, mm-hmm. but in reality, I, I just don't think it, it works. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Unless I don't know, I don't want to take care of somebody else's baby. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, right. Fuck. I, I, there's a reason I don't have no babies. Because <laughs> I don't want to take care of no babies. <laughs> no, I agree. But, it's a that's that's got to be a tough a tough road to hoe. I wouldn't. I mean, I've seen like problems with it, like personally, like in a in a you know like in a night, like a a girl's like I'm in an open relationship. My buddy uh, bangs her. Well. He goes to hang out with her the next night, and she can't hang out because her partner, who's you know three states away because they're at the beach, is devastated. Mm. And I mean, that's just how that goes. Why would it not go that way? How right. how could you have normal emotions and somebody call you and go, "Hey, I'm down at the beach, had sex with some guy. It was great, but you know, you're still my boo. Um, I'll be home in three days." I just whoa. It's that whole thing of like emotionally. It, yeah, you're right. It's got to be devastating unless both people like so both people are like, "Hey, we're gonna we're both gonna fuck these people." Yeah, like maybe that makes sense because there's an equality. But if one person, if you're on vacation. Yeah. And you're, she's like, I'm going to the beach to kind of hang out with this dude because I want to see what it's like. And then you're like, well, I'm going to go to the hotel and Well, I think where suicide. things usually yeah. fall apart is that one person always gets a lot more ass excuse me, than the other person. Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually going to be the woman, I would assume. 
you know, I could crunch some numbers. I bet, I yeah. bet they're doing pretty good. you got to be hanging hog to be beating those numbers. You know, well, what I was going to say was is there's probably some numbers we don't know about that could be crunched that the guys that really love this stuff are hanging hog. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the people that – you, you would think, you know. I mean, I don't think some guy with a tiny pecker is like, more people need this. Yeah. No, again, I want I already, my lady to have more yeah. big dicks yeah. bigger than yeah. mine. <laughs> I already explained how jealous yeah. I was going to yeah, get yeah, 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 without yeah. saying – Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, that, that would definitely be part of the thought now, process. Maybe. So you guys are saying neither of you are hanging hog. <laughs> yeah, not, not, ha- not hanging hog like, hey, go bang whoever you yeah, want yeah. and then come back yeah. and I'll still be the biggest. She's yeah. probably going to find. Yeah, not yeah. trophy. Not yeah. trophy size no. hog. Dude, it's, not, also not it's December. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. maybe it would work. I didn't think about this, but maybe people that swing both ways. Maybe that's an that makes more sense I mean, for that type of situation where you're like, I mean, you're still gonna have your heart hurt a little bit when someone loves someone potentially more, or you get in your head about how much time they're spending with another person. I mean, I've seen it work for a while for people, but yeah, the longer like I don't know if I've seen really any any relationships like that work longer than a decade. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, also, okay, so we're all in relationships. I mean, other than my grandparents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm just, kidding. Just, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They're so kidding. That's so funny. But like uh, relationships in general, just a, a monogamous relationship has problems at points. So then imagine getting into an argument and one person just going, well, then I'm going to go out with Steve. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you do have another person to go have sex with when another person is mad at you. <laughs> that, I feel like that, that could really. That is not fair. Right. Yeah. That is right. not fair. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're like, God damn it. Yeah. Well, no. she she did this fucked up thing to me, and I told her how it hurt my feelings, and then she just went, fuck Steve. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way you're going to be a normal person. <laughs> right. No. Uh, Derek, do you go to like live music events or festivals or anything like that? or? I, I, don't, I, don't go, I don't go to many concerts. I mean, I don't have much time, but I, I mean, I've been to them over the years. Uh, and it was definitely more of like the co- the country scene. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and I've been to a festival, and it was a country music festival. Um, is it? Do brand. you find it impactful at all when you're there watching it, or is it just you can take it or leave it? Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, you know, when you're there and you're in the crowd and you're watching a particularly a band or a, a guy or a girl that's singing that you particularly like, it, there is a feeling of like t- like a team. Yeah, like, yeah, This yeah. is our person. This is you know, and there's only a couple. There's just a few bands of people that I would feel that way about. Uh, I mean, to me, one of the best concerts I ever went to, and people are going to fall out, yeah. was Leonard Skinner and Three Doors Down in 2005. <laughs> and uh, I saw I hey. saw what was left of Leonard Skinner a couple of times. Yeah, and uh, but hey, let me tell you something. If you've never seen Kryptonite sang in person, you've you, you, you've never drank of Tall White Monster. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean. Musically, I, I've always I, I listen to a lot of different music and I enjoy it. I've just never really dove into it. I'm more of a you know live sporting events type yeah. guy. I this, I remember I saw I think I saw Skinner twice when I was younger, and every time they were they were encoring with uh, with Freebird. Oh yeah, that's gonna be. But God, Tuesday's gone and Simple Man. I mean, they're loaded with hits. Oh yeah, give so, me give me three steps. I saw one of his cousins like because one of his like other. Zants yeah. will tour and yeah. play mm-hmm. the songs. And there was one that came through, gosh, it was called Hiccups. 
And uh, this place, my buddy and I, we used to drink there when we were 21. <clears throat> On Thursdays, they had free beer. Whoa. Okay. You just had to tip. But free beer for like four hours. And uh, But this place had the biggest like goddamn tree trunk like fucking bouncers ever. And my buddy and I, we had kind of gotten to know them just being shits around there. Like they'd, you know, kick us out fairly often. But, it's, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's fun. And uh, but they came and like, dude, we just kept yelling free bird and yimmy. Just like the worst shit that you could yeah. like. We were those fucks, dude. And the guy like fucking lost it. And he's like, what the fuck? These get these guys the fuck out of here. Oh, you know? and, then yeah. the, and then the bouncer came to kick us out. And he was a big guy. And we were drinking out of plastic pitchers or whatever. And they came. And he's like, you guys got to go. And my buddy's like, oh, yeah, you want to dance? And then he smashed oh, his. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, yeah. he, he smashed his pitcher and held held up just the handle of the pitcher at the guy, and he just, dude, the guy just busted out laughing, and he's like, "All right, come on, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> that is so God. great. But, well, who was it? Wasn't it was one of the Skinner boys that did like thirty eight special, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was Jimmy Van Zant was who was yeah. singing when I saw them at Hiccups on a thir- Thursday Hiccups. or Sunday or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. But Hiccups yeah. is a great name. Yeah. Free beer on Beats Thursdays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There used to be some crazy drink specials that I really think like my buddy and I kind of helped ruin. <laughs> Way back in the day in Kansas City at Stanford's um, and Sam Talent can talk about this because I know he was there for one of them was Wednesday, Thursday used to be free beer night. So when people came in, it was all the keg beer you could drink until the show was over. And there were times where people would stick their head in, and you'd look over on the stage, and they go, cut it short. We're out of beer. These people will lose their mind. That and just so red wild. solo cups just arcing. Yeah. So When I, when I uh, first started comedy, I was running a bar, and there was no place around me that did comedy, so I'd put myself up. And one trick I learned to get an audience is I did penny pictures. So, and we never did that special at our bar ever. But when I would perform, I'd do penny pictures and about sell out the damn place. And nobody had to buy a ticket or anything. But penny pictures is the same thing as free beer, essentially. Yeah. I mean, same thing. But, yeah, I used that trick to make people watch me do comedy when I first started. Worked every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slamming pictures while they're throwing, throwing copper. I mean, these people, I mean, my buddies and just... When they'd never really seen comedy done in person. It was just all country music at this bar. So it was funny. They'd be trying to talk to me while I was up there. I mean, I'd just be trying You're to... You're doing good, Yeah, Nick. yeah. I'm, I'm no. in the middle of something. Yeah, he's like, yeah, Gary <laughs> is like that. He is like that. That's funny. And I'm like, golly. You know, I didn't know what I was doing either. But yeah, Penny Pictures was... Uh, and then we did another thing. This had nothing to do with comedy. But when I ran the bar, one of my favorite specials that I came up with was called $3 You Call It. And uh, I got that from a bar in Mississippi, in uh, at Mississippi State University. There was a place that did it, but you could get anything for an hour for three dollars. You want a Patron shot? You want yada? Three dollar, yeah. you call it, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. There's a few places that used to do that. Uh, some of them were chains, actually. Gosh, what was the one chain called that used to do the you call it? Was it Log? Log? Was it a log <laughs> chain? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no. Fucking, uh, God damn it. Uh, but yeah, there's the sports column used to do a dollar, you call it. Sheesh. And my buddy and I, we would get triple triples. No. So we'd get... <laughs> no. Yeah, we'd, we'd get... Into this day before the sun goes oh, down. Oh, my And gosh. it wasn't like... It, 
it was like you call it within reason. Like you couldn't go up to the top shelf, but Jack Daniels was like the best whiskey you could get. So we'd get triple triples. So yeah, it was like nine shots of whiskey in three glasses each for, Oof. and yeah, that, that didn't last long. Yeah. We a- ruined that. We went back, we got kicked out of there a few times and then we went back and they're like, yeah, new rule, one drink per person, singles only. And we're like, yeah. no triple triples. No triple triples. <laughs> There was a there was a uh, a Mexican restaurant in Cody, Wyoming that had a a margarita. There were three different types, and I think one was called the Mexican, and it was so strong they could legally only sell you one, like three. Yeah. And so what my buddy Bill and I would do is we would each get three, and then we get someone at the table to get a pitcher, which was roughly a little over mm-hmm. three. And then when they caught you, because I mean, oh, dude, God. when you were when they caught you, it's because you were falling, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I've very rarely been waylaid like that. Yeah. Like I was halfway through that third one, I was like, dude, I don't know how we're driving. He's like, this is going to be magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I remember those yeah. driving home needing some magic. Oh yeah. What's your uh, speaking of magic? What's your zodiac? Uh, Sagittarius, man. We're in. Whoa, oh, right now. Oh, right now, you're yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. When's your When's your birthday coming five, up? In five days. Yeah. Five days. Nice. December tenth. Yeah. Get ready for that greeting. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's uh. Yeah, AJ will be sending you a message. Yeah, man. Oh, he's he's pretty he's pretty famous for that. He could probably really throw some people off if he just didn't do it. If I yeah, if just, I was just like happy birthday and like, I don't think he likes me yeah, anymore. Yeah, oh man, they would be completely completely crushed. Yeah, yeah I, I you know I uh, I don't really follow the zodiac sign stuff that much. I know all about my sign, and it is pretty darn accurate in a lot of ways, just for what Sagittarius, yeah, how they are, you know. But it's funny when you know uh, you know you you meet people who are really into it, and they kind of they do have a little bit of a read on you, but they just tell you like I met uh, Caroline Ray for the first yeah. time like a couple months ago. Real sweet lady, super funny, but she's super into it. Yeah. Okay, and she first met me. She asked me my sign right after my name, and uh, I said Sagittarius. So Caroline went fire, fire, fire. She goes, nobody knows how to take you. You got a big heart, and you're the most likely to cheat. Nice to meet you, Derek. And I promise. I she promise. called you a cheater in her she, intro to you. She said most likely to cheat is what she said. Wow. Uh, but yeah, but she's you know all with a smile on her face. But yeah, it, it's funny how because people when they really know about signs. They'd rather hear that beside your name. Your name doesn't matter. What's your sign? That'll yeah, tell me yeah. more about you than you being yeah. Chris. He's Chris too, but he's a Scorpio. I'm not worried about him. You yeah. might be a Cancer, you know? Yeah. Sorry, I've had a history with Cancers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think fucking everybody has. Man, I, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I dated one for eight years and. Yeah, I, I'm, you won your battle with cancer. <laughs> oh man, I, I don't think I you won. You beat cancer. Th- I'm on dialysis because of I don't her. think you want to say he beat mm-hmm. cancer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You didn't beat cancer. No, <laughs> cancer for sure beat me. Uh, do you like camping? You're an outdoor yeah, guy. I grew up doing a uh, whole lot of camping. You know what people would call like roughing it or whatever. I, I was the only type of camping that I knew. My father took us. Probably five or six times a year, we you know set up the tent, set up the fire. We do it right on the the bank of the river or the lake because he'd tie his boat up and I mean we did the whole thing. You man. put we bank did, lines and fish. And- I was just about to say we ran trot lines and we'd go check them in the morning and at night and we would fish all day and you know just really a, a core part of my childhood. Uh, and I didn't really do it as much uh, as an adult. You know, before I moved to Colorado, I was really into kayaking. 
Uh, really? Went to college for, you know, recreation. Uh, so, like, kayaking was, like, my favorite. Not the kayaking that people no, do No, you said here. you went to college for recreation? Yeah, yeah. We got a recreation degree with a minor in business. Okay. What and the fuck? That's a real degree? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Just for recreation? Sure. Well, community rec. Uh, oh, but there's, okay. like, so you, like, plan out the recreation. It's not, yeah, just, like, like, it's not just, like, gym class. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I promise you, I had a class in college where we did freeze tag, duck, duck, goose, and we learned how to respect people's space and how to talk to people. <laughs> and I'm that not- sounds like where I was going to go to school. No, I was going to go to Naropa. <laughs> As I get older, guys, y'all listen to me. I'm so worried. The more people I tell this, I was not in normal college classes. I, I'm pretty fucking scared of that. I'm like, I'm like, man. I just I, like the fact that Goose came back into the conversation. They gave us orange slices. Did y'all not have this? Yeah, did you play with the parachute? Oh, shit. I did, I swear. We had the parachute, and you'd have to like, Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, did, your, did your did your college have the word elementary in its title? <laughs> what do you want to be when you graduate? I'm, not a, I'm a kayaker. Oh, one of my yes, cl- you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of my classes is we went to uh, we did tennis for the Special Olympics, and I look back and. I hope I was a coach, you know, but they let me play a lot. <laughs> I played a lot. Oh, God. But, yeah, that's really it. So, anyways, the different type of kayaking, like uh, not with, like, the helmets and rapids. I went to college with uh, Holly Reppert. She's a good Floating. friend of mine. She's like a USA, USA team, you know, uh, like rapids. Rower. Yes, yes, okay. yes. But we all had kayaks, and we would cruise and fish. Stop on the bank camp for a little bit, and we—I had uh, two kayaks before I moved to Colorado. Were they, so I'm assuming they were sit on top. Sit were on you, tops. Okay. You know, I—I uh, I mean, I got them from like Academy Sports. I wish I could remember more about them. It's been about ten years now, but is I that the a, college you went to? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jacksonville State is where I went. Uh, Oh, wow, you were in Florida. No, no, uh, Jacksonville, Alabama. A lot of people think so. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. hold on. Yeah, no, it wasn't is... nearly that cool. <laughs> I was in a town of 7,000 people um, playing Duck, Duck, Goose, which is just so wild to look back on. But, yeah, so I've always liked the outdoors and and uh, especially, like, the kayaking, the boating. Grew up, my dad had a boat my whole childhood. Okay. And we grew up, you know, skiing and fishing, so I, I, I love so that. water sports, but you're not much of a hiker. No, mm, I'm okay. not not much of a. Yeah, I, you I, have a big, you have a bit talking shit yeah, about hiking. Right? I do, yeah, I yeah, do yeah, for yeah. sure. Which you know, what about hunting? Yeah, I like hunting. I like fishing way more. Okay. Uh, like I'd be more of like a bird hunter. I I like to hunt stuff like where Zach's from, like pheasant and quail, and yeah, like I that, that's something that I like to watch a dog work. Um, I don't really like. I'm not the type of person to sit in a deer stand and hope a deer fucking walks by for nine hours. Yeah. Um. My my dad and my brother, big time outdoorsmen, but so, yeah, kinda, there's I, something about killing a mammal that's just a little harder for me too than like a yeah. You got to send Jackson. It's like, in. it's like oh, that thing sucked on a titty too. Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> a is a baby. No, I mean I I I agree with that. I mean sometimes guys where I'm from would never say something like that. I mean, I, I've yeah. never killed a deer. I could kill a deer. I'd rather not. It's, you know, not it's a lot like of that. guts and gutting yeah. and there's just a lot more there, shit to it. You too. know what? Like, yeah, it is wild. I got a buddy in my buddy, Bill in Wyoming. He, I mean, he is a hunter. Mm-hmm. If, if the world ever went to shit, I'd go up there. Cause that dude can survive off nothing, but he finally figured out a way how to skin it never opening up the belly to spill the guts. And he goes, then I just get it out there. The bears will take care of the rest. But yeah. My thing is I'm, I don't know if I can kill. I don't think I could kill something 
and not get overly emotional about it, mm-hmm. and then feel bad about like, fuck. I hope none of this meat goes bad. Like I did that mm. with. I grew mushrooms, and in the process of them growing, I thought I fucked them up, and I was like, well, I just put something in here to kill it. Someone else could have gotten it and actually fruited it and made it live. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, that that you need to chill the fuck out. It's a, well, <laughs> it's mushrooms in a bag; they're fungus, dude. Yeah, but it's still just like don't beat yourself up over that. No, I well, I mean, I I, I got a pretty good yield, but it's the idea of just like. Killing something mm-hmm. like that's the idea of like just and not being able to utilize whatever it is that I did, you know. Like, so if I kill a deer and I'm not going to be able to utilize all of it, I don't, I think I'm going to have a, a traumatic remorse. So, uh, g- guns or flowers, guns or flowers, <laughs> <laughs> what a transition! Now, here's where it might go off the rails if you think you've got me nailed. Uh, I, I mean, I don't mind you talking about if I, I mean, I, I have a gun in my home. Uh, you know, I don't think that people should have automatic weapons or be carrying them everywhere, but I, I, I keep a gun in my home. I'm not against guns, uh, on a small scale self-protection, uh, level, but not like we were talking about with, go ahead. So just to, this question has surprised the shit out of me. I'm, I'm going to tell you some comics and what their answers were after you answer, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, I'm uh, sorry to interrupt you, but no, yeah. no, no, no. That I didn't know if that's what you were asking, or maybe it's fun to throw out those two words and see where people go. That's uh, uh, so. Th- a lot of these rapid fire questions are just like less of a deep dive and more just like this is what I think. Yeah, because my immediate thought is is uh, I do believe in self protection, not automatic weapons. But yeah, I, I think that people having guns that have a hundred rounds attached to them that should be the first sign that they need medical attention. That's interesting, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of more just like, so somebody who really, Troy Walker chose guns over flowers because he was just like, guns are more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, is a, that is not the response I would have expected. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Uh, most people go guns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, over I, flowers. I, and me, I'm like... I don't know. Flowers are fucking awesome and they, they make all the food I eat. And like, yeah. <laughs> like my brain goes more down that just like we need kind of flowers to live. Um, but, and yeah, uh, but yeah, so it's not, uh, that's a great, I love the, that you, that you kind of spring that because then it's just immediately what somebody's mind is. I mean, I immediately gave my stance on guns. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. immediately. I was like, <laughs> this is what I think. Yeah, well, and so. you're, what you think is what most Americans think. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I don't know. That's, I, I think that would be maybe a place to start. You there know? are definitely a few that when you walk into someone's basement and you look around, you go, these, this looks like you're decorating your house with, with weapons. Oh, yeah. I can tell you, uh, I spent uh, Thanksgiving with my fiance in Kansas and her dad had to run next well, door. I didn't, know, the, I didn't know she was from Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. She's from Iola. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. A town of about 3000 people, but I, uh, uh, <laughs> what's her, there, what's, what's the town? Does the town have a slogan? Uh, there is nothing in Iola, uh, except like two restaurants. Like, <laughs> It's one of those places where you, you wonder what everybody does. Yeah, I yeah. feel like they'd just be like, uh, like Iola, why why not Iola or something yeah. or why Holy Iola? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's quiet for sure. But yeah, her dad he went next door to help the neighbor out, and when he came back, 
uh, we were like, what'd you, what'd you need to help him with? And he said, well, I had to help him uh, bring a gun safe into his house. He said, it's his 11th one. 11th gun safe. 11th gun safe. I mean, there's a guy. That sounds, that seems unsafe. Well, I'll be honest. I can't make this up. The next sentence he said after that is, he just doesn't really like the police that much. And I was like, yeah, well, I guess, okay. Yeah. Terrifying. Imagine having that many gun safes, right? And then something does go down. And then you're like, fuck, was this the code for this one or that one? And you're just trying to punch in codes. And you can only use one. One of my buddies growing up, his so his brother was like a sniper in the Marines or something, wow. and he came back, and uh, I think he got out of the service. But what he did, like when we'd be we'd be over there playing guitar or something or hanging out, and his brother would just get home from work at five, and he would chop wood by hand for three hours. Yeah, and then he would go to bed, get up, go to work, come home, and chop wood for three hours by hand and that's just what he did but like they had it's the way of the buddha yeah where i was just like this guy's like some crazy like he he's he's done some crazy shit like this guy has like a different kind of level of discipline but he like brought a bunch of things home but they didn't have a safe they like actually installed like jail like a jail cell in their basement and instead of a safe they had just like a whole fucking room yeah full of fucking shit and, uh, that's uh, Jason Statham shit. Yeah, that is. Yeah, and uh, but also I think a, like a sniper or anybody that's done something like that, you're coming home and you're just working. Chances are you got stuff that one you can't talk about, and two you might not be able to deal with, and you're just trying to figure out how to get past it. Yeah, I, I mean, I always just thought it was like kind of like some Jason Bourne shit. Like, what does Jason Bourne do when he goes to visit his parents? He just fucking chops wood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's all he fucking does, you know. But. Uh, that Dude, is the guy um, that the guy that lived next door to Marciana's parents' house. Uh, he was a fucking tunnel rat in Vietnam, and I mean the guy he was nice, but dude, he was weird. I mean he goes, he would just sometimes get a little drunk. And go, <clears throat> yeah, kill people. <clears throat> I mean he, you couldn't use a gun because it would fire off everything. He would sneak up on people and just fucking. Yeah. I'm just like Jesus Christ. Yeah. My my grandfather in the Vietnam Second World crazy. War had a. Uh, he hid under Hitler's hill, and the fucking Nazis were bayoneting. He took a bayonet in the arm and had to stay there for like three days. And I'm just like, these are different levels of people than where, yeah, like I am now. I mean, my, my great uncle, he was a CB, and in <clears throat> Vietnam, the CBs were attacked like more than anybody in the military because they're the construction workers. And they were building bridges over waters and swamps mm. uh, for for the uh, navy, right. so they so we could move throughout the jungles. Yeah, and so then they just started killing the construction these CBs. Hey, you knock them out, you got no infrastructure. You got you got you got nothing. And so uh, he has a terrible story about where him and his platoon they went out onto a mission to build, and they came back, and uh, the other thirty six guys part of his group they were all on their back. They had all been executed. And he had to stay in the swamp for like an, another two weeks, him and the other guys. And he has scars all over his arms and his leg. Huh? From the bugs? From leeches. Oh, yeah. yeah. He has scars all over. So when he got back, everybody said he was pretty normal and everything was cool. But he had this buck knife that was about this long that he kept in his boot. And he only killed one man. And he killed that man with this knife. And when my Uncle John was inside of a grocery store in Big Chimney, West Virginia, somebody broke into his truck. And they took that knife, and uh, I mean, he lost his mind. Oh, I bet. And he hasn't been exactly the same since. He's just pretty quiet. He's not like a 
off the rails weirdo, but he was a really outgoing guy. And yeah, and just that knife where he killed that one man with that knife, uh, he he is he has been fucked up ever since. What's that one surprising. thing that probably tethered him back to like? I have to keep a hold of this to remember what I did. Yeah, well, and probably it saved his life. You know, it, yeah. I, I yeah. would assume a CB is not a very armed military guy, right? You know, because yeah, you probably have a pistol or something. Because yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I think everybody has a rifle. Not taking yeah, out too pro- many people with a nail gun. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Well, shit. Do you care if I leave leave that story in? Yeah. About the knife and everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um. No, it's crazy when people steal things. I don't think a lot of times they think about that what you're taking could be much more than an object to a person. No, I think I think when people, and I don't know, but I think when people steal, it's either for the excitement of the stealing or it's desperation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're trying to get to a means of something. Yeah, and he probably yeah. thought, oh, look, at that's a cool-looking knife. You know, I'm sure. Well, and that knife is probably somewhere, and little does the person know, like, this knife fucking killed a motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. What if that knife is haunting him? Yeah. Well, and there's That'd something be- different about, you know, there's something I think a lot more personal about killing somebody with a knife. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> you, versus a gun. Because that person was obviously an arm length away. Yeah, yeah 100%. You, yeah. You smelled that person. For that sure. blood probably yeah. got all over you from fucking stabbing them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with hunting. When you, you heard to, the when rattle. You go to skin the the uh, animal or whatever. You've got to knife it. Or with fish. Yeah. Hmm. You know. You, I don't know if y'all. There's a guy <clears throat> that's like really trending big time. Uh, his name is Cameron Haynes, and he's like going the opposite direction. He's made like bow hunting like kind of a spiritual type thing for a lot of followers. I don't know if you've seen him. He believes mm-hmm. in like this like optimal health and uh, like working out, like he does this run, lift, shoot, but it's all about archery. And like, it's just, he's kind of brought like this spiritual level to killing the animal, the respect for the animal. And it's, I mean, it's a little bro but it's also, you know, if you're going to, you know, kill these animals, he has the right approach and how respectful you should be, how you should use that animal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, it's an interesting take on it too. And he does things like all natural, like he carries the deer out on his back. Like he believes you should earn every inch of this kill. So he doesn't put it on a, on a motorized vehicle. He gets under it, this huge animal, yeah. puts it on his shoulders and walks it out of the woods. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's part of the journey and part of the, you know, it's really interesting. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. Like I can, I can get behind that. I think it's cool, but I also think that you're building a standard I mean, I eat red meat all the time where they just that. walk up to the cow with a gun and go, bam, in its forehead. <laughs> yeah. Chop it up and I eat it, eat the shit out of it. So it's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like a huge hypocrite anytime I try to talk shit about anything yeah. like that. And oh, I, I've also just always felt like a bitch for not killing my own food. But like, I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely on the side of, I mean, you know, I told you my diet's leaning towards more carnivore. I, I mean, I love steak. Yeah, uh, dude, elk is so oh, good. Elk is unbelievable. But yeah, I'm 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 with you. But yeah, just a, have you had moose? Uh, I haven't had moose. Dude, moose. Is I good. haven't either, and I've heard it's like some of the best meat. I had some moose my, knuckle my sophomore year of college. If I can get a hold of this, <laughs> I will get both of you some moose dials. Like uh, my buddy Bill just killed a black moose. Wow. Yeah. Is he a cop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that moose in a hoodie? <laughs> well, that reminds me. That reminds me of Der- Derek's 
joke or whatever about, <laughs> about Derek the, Rush about the elk in Boulder. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, I tell him I'm an elk because a cop will get in trouble for shooting an elk in Boulder. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. No, I'm a damn elk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should get uh, we should get Rush yeah. on here. He'd be fun to talk to. What about sandals, Derek? You got slides or anything like that? Yeah, man. I'm a Birkenstock guy from way back. Yeah, really? Yeah, I love Birkenstock. Okay. Yeah, I don't wear like... the. The clogged ones. I mean, I do have a good bit of Dutch in me, but I'm not trying to show my cards. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not walking around like a Vanderplug or anything. <laughs> my Dutch brother. Yeah. Uh, oh man. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I do like Birkenstocks. I'm. I, I'm all about sandals, slides. I don't like the thong. The, the the split the toe ones okay uh, just because it just it just that feels out of control yeah it's a weird I feeling. don't like things in between my toes because when I take them out it's like I have phantom phantom flop I call it yeah yeah, yeah I, where I still feel like there's a thing in between my toes even though there's nothing there yeah yeah, yeah. well um, I think uh, yeah do you, do you have do you have any rapid fire questions you want to do I think I'm I got a couple do you, we're at about an hour own, fifteen so. do you own any tie dye. Mm, no, no tie dye. That's probably where I would draw the line. Okay, it was about it was about at some tie dye. It's just not for me. I got lots of lots of my buddies, like college friends and friends back home, you know, that have a good bit of tie dye because I, I like we I mentioned earlier, just that kind of country folks and that kind of hippie, they run real close to each other. Yeah, you know, but no tie dye. Okay, I think I got it. At least I think I got an opinion. Yeah, uh, before we before we figure out if you're a hippie or not, what uh, where can people find you, Derek? Uh, what do you got coming up? Um, Derek Yells is my Instagram. Um, then I've got a website at DerekStroopComedy.com. You, you got an album out. coming out I soon, right? I got an right? album coming out at the end of this month with Get Her Done Records. Uh, That's great, dude. Yeah, it's called Fourth Meal. Um, and so you're you releasing know, that on vinyl too, right? Yeah, I am, which is going to be. Uh, going to be really exciting, but yeah, just check out the website. I, Can uh, people pre pre buy it? Uh, yeah, we'll have a pre sale, uh, which should start in about a week or so. I, w I just got off a phone call earlier about all that, which I'm I'm. It's been in the making for a long time, and yeah, just like I mean, you guys have just released two great albums, and I saw that they were doing great, so I'm excited to yeah. to join the bunch. And it's well, you know, let us let us know when it when the pre sale comes out, and we'll throw it all over the the pod for okay, sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, and uh, and check out uh, Derek's set on late night. It was fucking great. Yeah, Thank you. dude. Um, Thank you all so much. Thanks for having me. It was I truly I had a blast today. Yeah, I had a lot no. of fun. No man, I mean, yeah. uh, other than finding out you might not have went to a yeah. real college, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> Is there anything funnier? Yeah, and I'll be honest, Zach highly respected. He put a button-down shirt on, and I think his zippers up this time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did. Uh, Michael Isaacs. We got up to take a picture, then we realized afterwards he'd had his pants open the whole time. <laughs> yep, just hanging out. Just. Well, <laughs> it was December. It, you know. All right. All well, right. ready? Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one. Hippie. hippie. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure you were going. The Birkenstocks pushed me over. Two kayaks is what did it for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like he did. He had two kayaks. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. But yeah, I think also, there's also the the. Like the goose thing was a pretty good radar up front, but then the the comparison of jam bands and the Almond Brothers and country music, you're you're also, I know that's a Boulder comedy show, but you're also wearing a dead shirt. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you put that on for today? For today. Oh yeah. my man. Yeah. He leaned for into it hard. Guys. For you guys. So yeah. 
Well, right. thanks so much for coming on, Derek. Yeah. Uh, yeah, check out his album. Follow him on Instagram at Derek Yells. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, and get, get on, on the, the motherfucking. motherfucking-